Obviously, I think it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy! They agreed to print me each one of those for a dollar and a half. I'm here selling them for $20 each. UFOs and all things alien secrecy. That's what alien stock is about. Let's party around aliens. Let's get it back into the mainstream. As soon as you ask for money and you don't get the right answers, get the f*** out. <laughs> That was it. They were like, whoa, this is too much drama. People are going to die. I can't be a part of this Firefest 2.0. The idea of having a raid out here is pretty wild to me. I don't know how people are going to Naruto run through shrubs and rocks and rattlesnakes. It's a terrible idea because they do shoot people. I told her, you don't have a festival. Somebody really left her holding a bag. She's out a lot of money. Just one person that you do business with can kind of jeopardize the whole thing. I didn't plan it. It planned me. Memes have a life of their own, you know? and they actually control people. They make people do things. I really hope people actually come, otherwise it's all just a big troll on everybody. This is Alien Stock. How do you like it? I first heard about the Storm Area 51 Facebook event back in July when it popped up on my feed. The plan was to rush the gates and break into Area 51 to see them aliens. We were immediately charmed, like the rest of the internet, and the prospect of people showing up to raid a heavily fortified military installation caused a full-blown media storm. It was a joke, but one the Air Force is taking seriously. Nearly a million Facebook users say they're going to raid Area 51. The number of people who say they're interested just keeps growing. Let's see them aliens. And corporate America wants a piece, specifically Bud Light. Vice wasn't immune to the spectacle, producing several videos playing right into the hype. What do you think they'll find at Area 51? Aliens. And while the event's creator, Maddie Roberts, turned the raid into a music festival that was set to take place in a small town in rural Nevada, many of the locals worried about being overrun by a viral meme. This bad boy is gonna be with me, and then we have a couple of radios that we're gonna be using. We're going to have a final meeting before this whole thing goes down, and basically the word is going to be, if one of us is in trouble, we'll just radio everybody, and, and hopefully everybody else will come in and, and help. I bought property here about 15 years ago, and I started what became the official Rachel website on the front page right here. We have an update. It says, with less than two weeks to go, no visible preparations have been made for this event. No bans have been announced. It is more and more likely to turn to Firefest 2.0. It's a very quiet town. A town of 50 people. There is no infrastructure in Rachel. We have no gas station. We have no store. Most of the roads are dirt roads. There's a little country bar with a little motel attached. That is the only business in town. And we don't even know if we're going to have 500 people show up or if we're going to have 50,000 people show up. This event has turned so many corners. It started with some 20-year-old Yahoo dreaming up this Facebook event. Then they said, well, we're going to have a party in Rachel. My drummer saw the joke post on Facebook, gaining a few hundred thousand marks, and so we figured we'd um, hit up uh, the little alien. We called Connie up, said, hey, you mind if we come out and set up a stage in your parking lot and bring a few friends' bands and have some music? And she's like, you know this is a joke, right? Like, this isn't a real thing. How did you start this? What led up to I didn't start it. The internet started it. And it just dumped in my lap. Jeremy from Whitey Savage called, said they wanted to play. We were thinking like a little 12 by 12 stage in the parking lot, have a few of our friends' bands come out. A few weeks later, we had a 
a whole nother monster on our hands. And then where did Maddie Roberts come into the, what happened there? He came in about uh, maybe a month after we'd uh, talked to Connie to set up something here. He came to Connie saying, hey, let's do an EDM festival. So we were just looking for different places to potentially hold something like this. No plans have been set into place yet. And Connie West had hit me up earlier, uh, like three days prior to us coming out to Vegas. He's like, hey, let's plan something. And so we drove out to Rachel, Nevada, just to see what we could do. And then that's where we decided that we were going to plan this thing. I thought, my gosh, that's a, that's a crazy idea. But I thought, I thought Woodstock was crazy. Calling this alien stock. <laughs> we're planning for 10 to 20,000. That's quite a swag. If three people came per vehicle, We'll have 10,000 people here based on the parking space permits that have been acquired. How much money has been poured into this by the county? We have, at this point in time, appropriated $250,000. But we're going to see how it all turns out because we've busted ourselves silly to provide for basic needs. We're fearful that there's going to be an awful lot of people. It could be a disaster. It might be a wonderful thing. Who knows? We're going to find out. I'm afraid it's just going to be overwhelming and we lose control and a lot of unhappy campers. We fear that they will turn against the local residences and start raiding homes and uh, trashing properties here in Rachel. Hey, hey, hey. For all we know, there's no water, bathroom, food. Seeing as this could be the event of the year, we convinced our boss to give us the money to fly to the middle of the desert to see what some had called Firefest 2.0. If there's a company that should be out there, it should be us. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might as well throw the dice at this and take a fucking risk and just if it happens, it happens. It started as one thing. It started as a Facebook post to Storm Area 51 and then went to a music festival and then now it's... In the days leading up to the event, we desperately tried to contact people on the ground in Nevada. Hey, Frank, how are you doing? Hi, Corey, this is Zeke Spectre. Hi, Connie, it's Zeke Spectre. Hi, Melissa, this is Zeke Spectre. Hey, Alon, it's Zeke Spectre. And despite our best efforts, we were left with more questions than answers. There's some real ugliness going on behind the scenes. Uh, Frank DiMaggio, guys, you know, hardballing our... As far as I'm concerned, it's still going on. So we're moving the party, and we're going to announce it, hopefully, by tomorrow. We're still trying to figure this all out. Yeah, we're um, hoping I will have a, a lot more information here uh, shortly. I'll read you this text message. Alien stock just turned into fire. Fest. It got ugly. As the drama unfolded behind the scenes, we still couldn't get a hold of Connie to see if we could cover the event. This whole documentary is going to be us just sitting around calling people. Even though Connie hadn't given us permission to come to her event in Rachel, we flew to Vegas flush with company cash and saw that we could purchase a $1,000 media pass. And then here's our guy, media parking, $1,000. God, I just feel like a, this like queasy feeling in my stomach, like I got swindled. We also rented an RV and bought proper camping supplies. We prepared for the worst because quite frankly, oh man, it's fucking windy out. All we had heard was that it was going to be a total disaster. We're about half an hour from the little alien. We were listening to a ham radio repeater, and we picked up some traffic about a possible raid either tonight at midnight or at 3 a.m. You know, a lot of people may not be trying to raid, but according to Facebook, there's still some crazy motherfuckers out there who want to raid. Oh, here's the town of Rachel. We 
can get it later. There is a ton of media. Look at this. We got Channel 3, Fox, ABC. There's a stage. It's pretty fucking small. You guys are going to be back down this way. Okay. By the uh, NBC truck and okay. Channel 13 and all that. Did all those guys pay a thousand as well? Yes, they did. <laughs> all right. When we got to Rachel, the crowd was far smaller than what we were expecting. We've got a modest stage with about 40 people behind me and a ton of land. And it feels like infrastructure built for a much larger crowd. But right now, it's looking like a jam band and a couple guys in alien gear hanging out in the desert. Where'd you guys come from? Well, I live in Las Vegas, so we went up on Monday night just to check it out and see the base. Okay. Not a lot of movement or anything like that. Did you see the aliens? No, we did not see the aliens. Okay. Not at all. Are you nervous about them coming after you for taking a peek? No, this, look at all the people out here, man. You know, we're all having fun. Okay. That's it. This is all about having fun. It's all about having fun, man. All right. The turnout on the eve of alien stock was underwhelming, to say the least which might be because Maddie Roberts had dropped out of the Rachel event at the last minute to host another event in Las Vegas. Everything was coming together. And you watch Maddie on TV one day saying that exact thing. We've got most of our major infrastructure solved already. We've got all of the deposits made. We've got it booked. Pretty much from here, it's just finished leveling the land and start building. 3 a.m. that same day, he's gone, he's done. Um, and that was because he had a conversation with uh, Frank DiMaggio. My name's Frank DiMaggio. I was called in to help co-produce Alien Stock. Well, we were called in at the 11th hour a couple of weeks back to help with Alien Stock out in Rachel. So after we set up a meeting to, to kind of go through discovery with Connie, we realized that all the things that needed to be in place for us to even consider being involved were not. She had told us that there were deposits made on security, deposits made on EMS, the land had been cleared, and we go out to Rachel and none of that has been done and there's no documentation for any of these deposits. I don't have to prove to you what I spent. You didn't sign a fucking contract with me to begin with. So guess what? I don't need to prove to you a motherfucking thing. But to get the fuck out, you wasted everybody's time for two and a half hours. Now you're going to sit there like this is all a big secret? That's where the excitement just kind of died, and it was like, I, I can't invite friends out here and tell them that they're going to be safe. The decision to call it off was probably one of the best decisions I've made. So now we've moved to a much safer venue. The people at the Downtown Las Vegas Events Center, they're gracious enough to take us in as partners and let me host the Area 51 celebration. It, it's just going to be an incredible experience. They walked away, leaving everybody high and dry at the 11th hour. I think they got some dollar signs in their eyes. After Maddie dropped out, the official Alien Stock webpage was changed to redirect festival goers to Frank and Maddie's new Area 51 celebration in downtown Las Vegas. That was the, the key to their disinformation, was having the two internet outlets, the meme itself, the, the event, and the uh, access to the back end of that website. Well, we changed over the website. That way we weren't, like, misdirecting people to Rachel just because I don't want to be a part of that. It's dangerous. It fucking sucked. It sucked. It was, um, you know, it was betrayal, and that's how it felt. He pulls out and leaves all this mess he started and created behind him. <laughs> well, I'm not impressed. Organizers for Maddie's event in Las Vegas said that 10,000 people had shown up in what was the start of a new enterprise that was revealed that very night. 
All right, we're back in the RV. Uh, we went back and looked at the original Facebook group, and it's now changed to the official Alien Stock Tour. Nightclubs, parties, festivals, meet and greets, and more. Coming to a galaxy near you. <laughs> it's just so canned. Stand by. Stay where you're at. We're going to make sure that everyone has the, the, the idea that we're not crossing the line. We're just walking up Sniper Hill. It's off the main road from the back gate. It's actually much closer than the back gate. We're down to go. We'll, we'll gear up. This is exciting, but can we ride in somebody's car? We just don't want to take our RV up there with us. No, no problem, man. We're in a small Ford Fiesta, so okay. just keep that in mind. Everybody warm enough back here? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, man. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of, like, terrified. I mean, it's kind of, like, nervous, right? Are you guys not nervous at all? Like, you, like the, 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 what you told me before, Scott, is, is you... Uh... We went up the mountain a bit, and we were met with two Nevada State Police. They didn't say we could, couldn't go to the gate, but they strongly advised us to turn around. Warning. U.S. Air Force facility on the right. This is as far as we go. It looks like there's a bulldozer blocking the road. Our caravan of three cars was about as close to a raid as we were going to get on that first night. As we took our photos for Instagram, I realized there was never going to be a mass trespassing. And standing under the stars gave us time to reflect on what the real point of this was. Thanks for bringing us out here, Scott. This hey, is no great. Worries, guys. Just been curiosity, man. It's the meaning of life. That's all it is. Are we alone? <laughs>